0: Hello, everybody. Ben Rogers here, the Raptors digest, reacting to some Toronto Raptors news. Riker, and this is a this is a tough one for a lot of die-hard Raptors fans. And you guys saw the title, Kyle Lowry. There's been talks about him potentially getting moved, and there's nothing specific, no reports specifically saying the Raptors are interested in dealing him, but. There is mention that Kyle Lowry is interested in potentially going to the 76ers if he is dealt. There's an article I'll throw up on the screen talking about how the Raptors want to reward Kyle Lowry, send him to a contender such as the Sixers, the Clippers, and you said the other team, Riker was? Miami Heat. And the Miami Heat. So, lots of crazy stuff. What are your initial reactions to all this news, Riker? I don't know if you can hear the sirens outside. There's
1: something suspicious going on out at my apartment <laughs> building. But Ben, you said diehard Raptors fans. Which way am I pointing here? What do you have behind your shoulder? You're definitely included in that, that diehard category there. You don't want to see guy. him traded. But Ben, let me send this out to you before we break down because it's really, so the Raptors, they're reportedly seeking a mix of, and this is what all the speculation was. Are the Raptors going to include Kyle Lowry in a trade package that brings in a superstar. Are you trading away Kyle Lowry for the likes of Bradley Beal or the likes of Kawhi Leonard, although that would obviously not (laughs) be the specific player, right? And that was our opinion on his market value. But the Raptors are reportedly looking for a mix of draft picks, young talent, and vets on expiring contracts. And we just broke down in our recent heartbreaking loss against the Miami Heat that our bench scoring looks dismal. So if you were to trade Kyle Lowry for one good player, you're not solving the overall issue that seems to be bench scoring. So Ben, does it make sense if the Raptors are saying they want to trade for picks for young guys, for a ton of people to trade our $1 for two or three quarters?
0: I see where we're coming from, Riker. And certainly our bench has been inconsistent in terms of getting buckets, but we do have a lot of talent on that bench. I just don't know if it fits well together, but... That's something you just don't do in the NBA. You trade a dollar for a 50 cent piece or two fifty cent pieces, four quarters, or something like that. But it's a unique situation with Kyle Lowry, because the Raptors, like many teams, especially in the Eastern Conference, are in a really weird space right now. They started off horrific, they bounced back, and then they struggled again, they bounced back, and now we've lost two straight to the Miami Heat and the 76ers, who are by all means, good teams, right? It's not horrific that we lost to two of those teams, but it's sort of an indication that maybe you're not that competitive with the top teams. But then again, we did beat the Bucks twice and we did beat the Sixers once. So the Raptors are in a state of flux. And people mention that this roster doesn't make sense. And I've been big on the small ball unit. I don't mind that we suffer a little bit in rebounding. And people mostly seem to agree with that, especially during the win streaks. And then Riker, they kind of went at us in the comment section, especially me who's been super high on the small ball, saying that we don't rebound, they don't know what they're talking about. But this team has been... If one of the top defensive teams, uh, definitely top five this season in terms of defensive efficiency, all those sorts of stats. And then, you know, the eye test shows it too, especially with the way Fred, OG, Siakam, they've been moving their feet, locking down guys. So the defense, that's where you're really worried about rebounding and these sorts of things. And I think the sacrifices... And they are, and they let me point out, they are 28th
1: in the league and rebounding so they're not mm. up there you're picking your battles yeah but as we've pointed out it's not really defense down the stretch that's yeah, losing like, these games it's three minute
0: periods at a time where nobody scores exactly right that's the real problem with this team sure there's you could pull out an anecdote once Bam Adebayo got an offensive rebound down the stretch but like that's just a single moment the real issue with this Toronto Raptors team is we go through lulls where we don't score the basketball and I don't know if a big lumbering big man's really going to come in and help that, unless it's a guy like Serge Ibaka that can put up buckets. But Andre Drummond, who's going to leave a lot to be desired on the defensive end, all these sorts of things, I, I don't know. I just wanted to sort of address that, especially when we're talking about a Kyle Lowry move. But in terms of trading for those stretch of players, a lot of young pieces, in terms of win now, I'm not I'm not jiving with it. There is some packages you got to take you. I don't want to go into packages
1: yet because this is my thought. This is the reason I pitched it out to you is I don't think we're going to be trading based on what I read right now. And we'll look at who these teams have available on the trading block if they really want to pull in Kyle Lowry. But I don't think you're trading Kyle Lowry at this point. If you want a ton of assets for four quarter, I don't think you're getting back equal value, but I also don't think that, you're going to become win now, even if you trade for one superstar player, again, because of the bench unit. But if if what we're saying is the Raptors are not good enough, as is, and we're going to be re-signing Norman Powell this offseason, and we would potentially want to re-sign Kyle Lowry, where are you going to get any extra depth from that? So I'm seeing this this trade, and if it is actually true that the Raptors reportedly want multiple assets, young guys, draft picks, so you can build on the core... That, to me, seems like a net positive over time where depth is the big issue right now.
0: Yeah, and that that's where you're sort of leaning to because Kyle Lowry, as you said, is that once $1 piece, you're not getting that back in aggregate, even if it is... Does the four quarters equates to one dollar which we're running with that analogy but you're not getting that back in aggregate the same level of value of Kyle Lowry but in the long term as you said Kyle Lowry's a free agent at the end of this year he sold his house as uh, our writer Josh was one of the first people to point out and it's it's a tough situation because the Raptors for as good as their ceiling may be this season it doesn't look like it's championship level basketball particularly with the way the nets are playing even though they do have some holes on the defensive end but a lot of things would have to go right for this to go perfectly for the raptors so i see where you're coming from and we can take a direct look at each one of these teams to see what young assets they have if they can really meet that criteria because I think there's a lot of players that the Raptors could develop into real, true rotation players, maybe some defensive guys that could use a boost in the 905, or just the Raptors development staff on their offense, and you know what Masai Ujiri does with draft picks, he seems to come out and really hit home on most of them when you look at OG, Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, I guess he wasn't even a draft pick, but Norman Powell in the second round, obviously we don't know what's going to come of Malachi Flynn, but... Masai Jury does have a good track record. So do you want to dive into a few teams, Riker? Right a few of the Let's teams that a were few mentioned. Teams. At the beginning, it was Philadelphia,
1: LA Clippers, and Miami Heat. Now, supposedly, the Miami Heat, because they're sitting at 15 and 17, they've done well since Jimmy Butler's come back, but they're pumping the brakes on a potential trade where they'd have to give up a lot of their their young guys till they know if they're win now. Because obviously, trading a lot of people for kyle lowry you're assuming that he's going to bring you over the hump to be the championship team coming out of the east so the heat aren't certain that they are that team yet so it makes more likely that it would be philadelphia the clippers they're sitting at those two three spots in their conferences or philadelphia i think they might even still be at one so
0: um
1: we'll, we'll look at those guys again we really spoke a lot about the Seventy Sixers' potential trades. Got flamed on them, absolutely decimated because we brought up Tobias Harris's name. We brought up Ben Simmons and a three-team with Washington for Bradley Beal. We put a bunch of wild things out there, which to me sounded both of us. It didn't really sound like the yeah. best options for the Raptors. But what we're hearing now is basically, you know, you'd be looking at the likes of Tybul, Maxi and veterans so mike scott danny green and Dwight howard dwight howard i mean really any trade to me you need to include a power forward a power forward or a center you have to the the raptors need another backup big and thankfully if you're getting rid of kyle lowry in a trade situation hopefully you, you know you can package up multiple guards if you needed to include more pieces and not deplete the depth in the front court but ben is that something that interests you all of those players mentioned on the 76ers I don't know what their their draft pick situation is looking like I think that they had to trade away a bunch to get rid of Al Horford so I don't think that they have a lot to trade with in that respect
0: Yeah they uh, they would have had to get they gave up a first round pick to get rid of Al Horford I I think it was only one I don't think it was two but I'm sure it was one. They had a bunch of picks floating around for the James Harden deal, so they definitely have some to be given away, that to be traded if a potential deal happens, but Saibu I'm a big fan of. I think he's a great defensive player. Obviously, his offensive game leaves a lot to be desired, but the three-point shot, the fundamentals look well enough to the point where maybe they could develop into a player. It's not completely hopeless. It's not something that's Rondé Hollis Jefferson looking where there's a hitch or something that you really need to fix. I think he has the potential to be a solid shooter. Maxi, he's a guy that's really had an up and down season. He had a couple of really explosive games for the Sixers, especially when Ben Simmons went down or was out. He may have been out with illness or with injury, but uh, Maxi got a couple starts. Yeah, I think it was when the Sixers just had their complete roster torn apart. Maxi had some promising games, but again, am I really interested when we have... Point guards like that, like uh, Malachi Norm, Flynn coming Terrence off the bench, Davis, Terrence Davis, Flynn. all those yeah. sort of smaller guards. Uh, Thibel I think, can play bigger than his position just because he's such a versatile defender. But bringing in both of them, I'm not super high on Maxi, but again, we haven't seen too much of him yet in his career. We've seen more of Thibel, but a couple of picks. But if we're talking about veterans, Riker, because even though the Toronto Raptors certainly wouldn't be necessarily trading up if you're moving Lowry in the short term I do think bringing in Dwight Howard for as memes as he may be at this point would be valuable to solidify the defense uh, like the back end of your defense being able to be more of a threat down there than uh, Aaron Baines would be even though Baines has certainly stepped it up as of late and you know the rebounding that's been something that's brought up I think Dwight Howard's mobile enough to not take away on the defensive end, even though his pick and roll defense is shoddy a little bit now. He could make up for the rebounding and keep the defense on a decent level when compared to a Drummond. And I know Danny Green's a name that's the expiring contract and he'd probably be the name float around in this one, but if we could net Seth Curry instead of Danny Green as like one of those veterans coming back, I would love to see him on the Trotter Raptors. I'd love to hear your take on this, Riker, because I know the Sixers they they want their shooting they want their consistent three guys around uh Embiid and Simmons but Seth Curry coming in and being a reliable scorer off the bench because he doesn't get too hot he doesn't get too cold this guy is just the I think he has one of the highest three point percentages in league history if not the it's highest 40 something percent this season yep exactly and I think him just coming off the bench being a reliable scorer and that's that's what we need, someone we can count in, count on night in, night out to get us buckets off the bench. If we could get him uh, and beat a couple of the young guys and maybe a pick, I think that would be a really nice haul for what the Raptors are looking for in a Kyle Lowry trade.
1: Yeah, my opinion, it's too many guards, but... Mm-hmm. Really, what are our guards doing for us right now? We circle back to lack of bench scoring. So if you're going to bring in a better guard at Seth Curry, he's immediately the rotation guy. The Raptors have been desperate to find somebody that can come in, hit their threes, create. I don't think we have a single creator. Off the bench. Now, Dwight Howard concerns me because he also is an absolute dud when it comes to the offensive end. So I don't know how much of an improvement that would really be from Aaron Baines, who at least has been taking more attempts, it seems, just from the eye test. Not that he's really converting at a high clip on his interior scoring. And now I kind of wanted to talk about the Clippers before I made my point. But if we look at trade partners of Miami Heat, the LA Clippers, the, the 76ers, none of them have bigs that are really on the block, right? At least nobody that's in true conversation. Now there might be a sleeper or like a sneaky sort of um, backdoor kind of trade that comes out of nowhere. But I think that maybe a three team trade would make sense where the Raptors bring in the likes of guys who have actually been rumored to be moved at the four or five spot, like John Collins in Atlanta or Andre Drummond in Cleveland or Miles Turner in Indiana, you know, guys, or, you know, even Hassan Whiteside, but obviously his contract is tiny. But to me, a three-team trade could make sense uh, in terms of getting Kyle Lowry to one of the desirable destinations and actually getting back some in return. Let's go to the next, you know, proposed team, the Clippers, who are highly interested in Lowry and have been, it seems, for two years since, uh, you know, at the same time that they were shopping Kawhi Leonard. But who can they really trade? Zubach is their only true center uh, besides mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka. So they're not going to, they have no power forwards to fall back on. Right so they probably look at,
0: go ahead. Clearly you haven't been uh, reading r slash NBA from all of the, the American fans down there, leaving the takes. Clearly the Raptors should accept Lou Williams and Zubach for Kyle Lowry. Just that straight up. That should just get it done, right? Is that what they're putting out there? That's what I've seen. And maybe Beverly is thrown in there as well. But uh, that's that's the deals that are being thrown around when the the Clippers get brought up in trade talks with uh, Kyle Lowry. Let me ask you this then, Zubac,
1: if that is already proposed, Zubac and Lou Will and Nikola Batum. Now I don't think that the Clippers have any picks either because they have to pull in uh, what's his name playoff P pandemic P yeah so. I, I don't know, Ben, but would, would that interest you if they supposedly could figure out a way to get some picks together? You get Zubach, you get a true center who's been, you know, a starter for a couple of years on various LA teams, Lou Williams, who is a prolific scorer off the bench, terrible on defense, but a true prolific scorer off the bench. Nicola Batum, who's a vet on a expiring contract and some picks. Would you would you be interested in that? Looking
0: at your face, it's no. <laughs> For the sake of my gag reflex, I want to not see Kyle Lowry ever in a Clippers jersey, ever close to a Clippers jersey, ever in a Clippers court. Do not have this happen. Lou Williams has been absolute, taken a massive step down this season. He's not been the Lou Williams as of late. He's getting older. He's a, He's a guy that has relied on that jumper, relied on those fast-twitch, quick moves, and the quickness is slowing down. Obviously, he's not known as a hyper-athlete, but you need to be shifty to, to keep your game going, and he's he doesn't have the size to really translate for that long of time. I'm surprised he's lasted this long. Zubac, <laughs> like he, he's Jonas Valanciunas, just a, a poor man's Jonas Valanciunas. That's all he is right now, like... I'm not interested in bringing him in. His defense isn't that strong. He doesn't really shoot it that well. I'm not crazy in depth and knowledge on Zubac's game, but you know he's not at that level. Just watching them play with the Clippers, I try to avoid watching Clippers games as much as possible. And Patrick Beverley, the the real only player we're getting that... I don't know. Pat, I don't want Patrick Beverly on this roster. I I, I don't even want to entertain this anymore. The, the Raptors are not trading I, the Clippers. I, I, they don't have picks. They don't have this. They they don't have assets. Unless you're giving us Kawhi back, like, go. I tried to
1: hype up the trade proposal, but <laughs> I am 100% in agreement with you. I think it's it would be treacherous to make a trade with the Clippers because you can't build around any of those guys. It would be a complete step back, as we said. Any trade you make four quarters on the dollar is not going to make you a championship team this season. So at least get back guys. You can develop over time. You're not developing Beverly and
0: four pennies on the dollar record.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're trading, (laughs) you're trading. And then your currency, whatever, whatever your currency is just goes into absolute shock and hyperinflation. And it's worth nothing. That's what would happen in this trade. Then the final one we've been, Breaking all these things down, again, I think it's going to end up being a three-team trade if it does happen. But the Heat, they're the least likely trade partner. I don't think that they have really a lot of good assets. I would say it'd probably be something like Igodala, Kelly Olenek, and maybe you'd be lucky enough to sneak in Duncan Robinson into that plus picks. But that's really limiting the depth of their team. I don't know if they'd want to do it. Would you be excited to bring in Kelly Olenek, Andre Iguodala? That would balance the trade. A young guy maybe they wouldn't be maybe Kendrick Nunn maybe they'd be more willing to part with
0: him than Robinson or Hero and some picks I'm I think Kendrick Nunn's good I just don't really see us trade we have too many guys that play like him he's a very similar <laughs> play style to Terrence Davis uh, Malachi Flynn is also a guy that I think has the potential to maybe play if he's playing the actual point guard position he has looked bad off the basketball this season but I'd be interested to see how he develops. Obviously, the the Raptors usually take their rookies a couple years, and he has shown promise. So I I don't want to throw out uh, Malachi Flynn's potential or anything like that yet. showed a lot of promise in the preseason. But Kendrick Nunn, he reminds me of a Terrence Davis 2.0 just in terms of play style and that sort of stuff. So I'm not crazy interested in him, even though he did show a lot of promise last season and a lot more consistency when he's given opportunities. But Duncan Robinson, again, a guy... Definitely better than Matt Thomas. Definitely has shown, more, or at least has shown more in the... I think Matt Thomas is just going through a lot of mental stuff right now. His, his shots are just not going in when he's on the court. His confidence is shot. So maybe if Matt Thomas gets a hot stretch of games, he can show out. But Duncan Robinson seems just a little bit longer, a lot better at getting open. Has shown he can play in a defensive system. He was playable on the court in the NBA Finals. So definitely a nice piece. But again, you think of him as a young guy. Duncan Robinson, I believe is 27, maybe even 28. He played a bunch of years at a no. at college. Check it out. It, it, he's he's way older. That. He's way older than you'd think he would be. So, I Really. Yeah, so there's not again, shooters last a long time, but he's not one of those young rookies you're going to hyper 26. 26. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I overreach a little bit, but still a lot older than you'd expect a second year guy to be third year guy. So, Yeah. I'm um, not I'm not sold on that return maybe if we get a couple of picks involved with it too especially where the heat are in a place where jimmy butler goes down for a stretch of games they could be in the lottery but i don't know i don't know what your takes are on it right here
1: well the end of the day you know why your reaction has been negative to all these trade proposals is because we both know the value that kyle lowry brings to this toronto raptors team and yep. so when you're trading them away for a bunch of pieces that's not going to improve the wins for the strong raptors team if you feel like you're losing that trade and I, I, I feel the same way, Ben. I don't feel great about any of those. Again, to me, three team and you bring in John Collins, you bring in Miles Turner, you bring in Andre Drummond plus picks and one veteran. No Drummond. I'm That's off on a Drummond. win trade.
0: But, I'm off on You know,
1: Drummond. you'd, what? You're off I, on him?
0: I'm off on Drummond. I'm off the. But I'm Aaron
1: Baines, but listen, why are you off on Drummond? Because Aaron Baines has been doing really well lately and Andre Drummond would come in and do the same thing, but
0: better. You'd still keep him off the bench. But are, are we improving with Drummond? Are we... This guy is going to command a contract this offseason. He could probably leave somewhere else. No one's interested in him. He's, he doesn't bring the defensive level that Aaron Baines does. Sure, he's a better rebounder and stat stuffer and stuff. But there's a lot of holes in Andre Drummond's game that, on the Cleveland Cavaliers, makes him questionable to play down the stretch. So... I'm not I'm not high on him. I think his passing is something that would be cool. Maybe he'd work out. He he could certainly prove me wrong being in a proper system or something like that, but I'm just not high on it especially for trading Lowry. And I'd be I wouldn't be dev like I'd be heartbroken that Kyle Lowry's not on the team, but I wouldn't be devastated with the returns we brought up with the Sixers and the Miami Heat. The Clippers one no, no bias, no homerisms. No, cut that off. But the the Sixers and the Heat, I could see I wouldn't mind getting a Duncan or Kendrick Nunn back. Like I wouldn't be devastated, especially if we got some picks. But it's it's a weird situation, as you brought up, Breaker.
1: Yeah. We'll see what happens as this develops. Obviously, we're getting into the exciting time of the season where these rumors are running rampant. This is our favorite time, except usually there's more excitement we're going to be bringing in a lot, whereas now it just seems like we're moving people that we don't necessarily want to move. So Hmm. we'll be following this along, so stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. I'll let you sign it off then.
0: Yeah, for sure. We're on the road, to 20k subscribers. So we forgot to plug this earlier. So make up for it if you've made it this far. Subscribe to the channel. We'd really appreciate it. We're we're on that road. We're driving. We're cruising. You guys have done a great job of adding up. So that's been great. Like the channel or like the video. Get in the like section. To say that more efficiently, way better. Cause that's that's where you want to be. That's the spot. You know, check out the Instagram. Uh, the new TikToks launching tonight. So. Excited about that. We'll be back in the algorithm. We've been off it for a month, so definitely going to launch that tonight. Excited about that. Check out the Twitter, the articles, and the website, raptorsidejust.ca. Riker, you have any last words? That is a wonderful sign-off, Ben. We're going to have to get the
1: book of things that we're, we're up to because it's getting so long. Thanks everyone for checking it out. Next one is on Tingus Pingus. Tingus Pingus. Tingus
0: Pingus. pingus. <laughs> well, I guess you play the rocket, Cheers. so we'll, we'll see when it releases. But
1: nice little I like true. the
0: plug. Cheers.